Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Luke Tuma Podcast. This is episode six. Thank you guys. You guys have been great. You guys have been very supportive, man. And uh, again, I'm glad you like it. If you're new to the podcast, rate review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your stuff. I appreciate the ratings. Leave your Instagram handle in the rating and I'll post it on Instagram and I'll shout you out and I'll be a nice guy, you know, because I love you. And uh, follow uh, follow me on Instagram at Luke.Tuma, the podcast on Instagram at LukeTumaPod. And um, shout out to our sponsor. We have a sponsor. It's CBD. It's Cannabolics. Go to Cannabolics.org, C-A-N-N-A-B-O-L-I-X.org. Last week I said .com because I figured they were a .com, but hey, they're an organization. They're not a company that's trying to be scumbags, that's trying to steal your stuff. You know, they're just, they're an org. They're an O-R-G. They're nice guys. Cannabolics, you know, if you need CBD, if you got pains and aches, if you're a, if you're an athlete and you want to recover before the next one, you know, before the next workout session, before the next time you get fucking jacked, then go to Cannabolics, dude, because they're gonna help you out. You know, they're gonna they they it'll it'll relieve your your muscle spasms and your bruises, and it'll it'll help you sleep at night. It'll relax you and get rid of your anxiety. I use the products. They sent me plenty of stuff. They're great, man. So you go to Cannabolics.org and uh, use the promo code Luke, L-U-K-E. That's Luke. You're going to get a discount on all your CBD stuff, all you stoners out there. I got your back, dude. So you know what? If you want to smoke, I'm not your mom. I'm not going to judge you, man. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of everything you've done, you know? And I know the CBD just helps you get through your day, so you don't have to worry about me. I'm not gonna. I'm not, you know, some Christian mother that's gonna look down on you for your weed smoking and your CBD use. I love you, dude. So use the promo code Luke. Shout out to Cannabolics. You're my boys, and uh, let's get into it, dude. I put out last week's episode, and uh, you might have noticed that in the episode I looked like a glazed donut. I don't know if you noticed that, but I looked like a big glazed fucking. Krispy Kreme donut, dude. I look disgusting. This is the thing. The week before, I'm doing these podcast videos. It's a lot. It's lights. They look, you know, it's professionally done, and the camera's high def, and it's very close to my face, and I look over the episodes, and two weeks ago, I was like, dude, my face looks thin. I look like I'm in shape. I look nice, and then last week, I looked at it, and I was like, glazed donut. Got glazed donut face, dude. You look like fucking something a cop eats. That's what you look like, dude. You look like a fat man's treat. That's what I looked disgusting, dude. That's what it is. I'm in, I, like, I don't know if anybody else has this, but I have the thing where, like, the way I look and how fat or in shape I am can vary so quickly. Like, I can get into shape pretty quickly and look all right. But also, like, I had two weeks where I was just like, I'll eat pizza, I'll drink some beers, I'll be fine. And then I did the podcast, and I was like, I had 19 chins. My skin was, like, greasy. I was like, <laughs> It was just fucking disgusting, dude. So I'm sorry if you watched the video from last week's podcast because I look like James Gandolfini. So I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you for everybody that liked the podcast because you had to weather the storm of what my fucking sweaty-ass face looked like. But I'm glad you guys were into it. It's, uh, yeah, dude, I fucking can't. It's, it, I don't know if everybody else has this, but I have this. It takes me a year of, like, working out five times a week, eating, like, keto you know fucking what not keto i don't i'm not the keto you know i'm not a keto guy by the way the keto diet by the way what the fuck this thing it is 
you eat only meat and veggies and you don't eat carbs and that's it. And then you, you eat like meat and eggs and veggies. My ex-girlfriend did it. It's fucking insane. She would eat meat and veggies and at every restaurant. You couldn't go anywhere with noodles. You couldn't eat rice. You couldn't eat bread. You couldn't eat. Who wants to live like that? Why do you want to live like that? You, you want to, dude, enjoy life. How much, how good are you going to look? You're going to look great. But every fucking, dude, every time I see a guy with washboard abs where it's like a fucking 12 pack, does he look good? Yes. But in the back of my head, I'm thinking that guy's probably sad because he never gets to eat a turkey sandwich. And you know what I love? I love turkey sandwiches. That guy never gets to eat one. He eats one on a fucking lettuce wrap. Lettuce wrap? Fuck off. I don't want to. Uh, they're like, you ever go to like Jimmy John's, like a sandwich place? And they're like, you know, if you if you want to do it, they and the oh, they'll call it like a they'll call it like a veggie witch or like a lettuce lettuce wrap it. You want to lettuce it up? Lettuce wrap it. Get an L wrap. You know, they'll give it like a fun fucking name. They'll be like, yeah, you want to do it? Do you want to do it crispy style and with some crispy lettuce as the bread? It's like, no, I don't want fucking lettuce as the bread. What an insult. That you want me to think? Well, you you want me to think that lettuce is 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 the same as having bread on my sandwich? This is crazy. I'm a, I've been eating bread my whole life. I'm Italian. I'm not gonna, you're not gonna convince me that lettuce is bread. It's so insulting. Do you want? It's like do you want to finish it? Hey, it's like if you fucking someone drove their car into your parking lot and you're like, hey man, instead of like parking your car here, do you <laughs> do you want to just fucking give us your car and we'll we'll replace it with a scooter? You know. Or it's like if you fucking went to go buy a car. That's what it's like. It's like if you went to go buy a car and you were like, "Hey, I'd like the Ferrari, the uh, you know, the new model, the coupe with the convertible top and uh, the extra engine uh, power, so that I can go extra fast." And they were like, "That's cool, but uh, instead of wheels, would you like if we just like wrapped the 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 instead of tires, would you like if we just like wrapped the wheels in paper?" And you'd be like, well, then I can't even enjoy my car at that point. I won't even be able to drive or enjoy the engine. They're like, no, no, it's the same. It's we. It's uh, instead of regular tires, we call them P tires. You know, they're better for the environment. Do you want to do that? Do you want to use our P tires? It's fucking lettuce wrap. I don't want a lettuce wrap, dude. Ugh, God. My ex-girlfriend used to do keto, dude. She was like, babe, I have great news. I can have tequila because tequila's keto. There's no carbs. So it's part of the diet and I can have it. And I was like, that is, that's great news. That's a nightmare. We're fucked, dude. That was the end of the relationship, is when she replaced bread with tequila. Can anything be worse for a relationship than your girlfriend going, I'm no longer going to have bread, the thing that universally makes everybody happy. I'm going to have tequila, the thing that makes both of us cry after a night in Miami. No, dude, it was a nightmare for a relationship. Nobody should be replacing bread with tequila. Nobody should be taking bread. Bread's the only thing keeping us sane, dude. We need bread. You can't just have meat and vegetables, man. We're not machines. We're people with feelings. I need bread for the down here stuff, you know? I need bread to, to get over getting picked on in third grade, man. You know? A grilled chicken lettuce wrap is not going to do that for you. You can't do it, man. You need the bread. It's fucking keto diets. But what was I saying? I was talking about my, like, physical physique. Dude, when <laughs> when I will work out for like a year, like four times a week and eat healthy and then finally get into like okay shape 
where I like look a little bit all right. If I take two weeks of like partying, two weeks back in Buffalo, I'm fucked. It's done, dude. That's like I don't know if you guys have like done this, but when I go home for like Christmas, I have to let go of the parts of my body that I like to look at. Like in my head, I have to go. Whatever it looks okay on me is going to be gone when I come back to New York City because I'm going to Buffalo for six days. I'm going to be in ravioli three times a day. I'm going to be looking like fucking – dude, I'm going to look like an old Italian man when I leave. That's the other thing. I'll Dude, two weeks, I look – two weeks of eating shitty and drinking badly, I look 20 years older, and I look 20 pounds heavier. It is disgusting, dude. I don't know how – if you're in perfect shape all the time, you've never – you must just be eating perfectly, like, around the clock. Like, it's got to be insane, dude. Who who lives their life like that? You have to be a psychopath, man, to be that healthy. It's crazy, dude. I, I can't – I can't deal with it. I want uh, – I don't want, like, the body I want, dude. Like, being jacked and shredded is sick, but that's just, like, not even realistic for me. I want to be a fucking dude. I saw the Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder fight. I want to be Tyson Fury, dude. Nothing scarier than that guy. Because there's something scarier about a guy who beats the shit out of people who's not shredded. Because the shredded up, ripped guy, you expect him to beat the shit out of people. But when there's a guy with no muscle definition, he's just going off of his own psychosis and pure brute strength. He's like a bodybuilder from the 1920s. That's what Tyson Fury looks like. Those old bodybuilders where there's no muscle definition, they're just stocky, and there's like the vague shape of muscles. They look like fucking Popeye. They're terrifying, dude. Bald guys with big noses and big arms with no definition. Those are the scariest motherfuckers in the world, man. That's what, that's, dude, those, just, or like Andy Ruiz, like a fat, he's like the fat guy that knocked out Anthony Joshua. An out of shape guy who kicks ass is so scary because he's the guy in the bar. I mean, Tyson Fury is six foot nine, but like a guy who you look at and his body, like definition and muscular wise, is not that intimidating, is so much scarier. The, the fact that he could beat you up, you're like, fuck, man. I could fuck with this guy in a Whole Foods and he could f- ruin me. That's and Tyson Fury on top of that is so scary. Dude, he is six foot nine. He weighed in at two seventy three. I don't know if you guys watch boxing, but it was like a huge heavyweight fight. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. It's the second time they fought. The first time it was a draw. Wilder almost knocked out Fury, but Tyson Fury won this time. Spoiler alert. And he did. He weighed. He's six foot nine. He weighed in at two hundred seventy three pounds. He he was raised by gypsies in Manchester, England, which is a fucking dump. Everything I've heard about Manchester, England, it's like their version of Detroit. Like, it's their Detroit. No offense if you're from Detroit, but place sucks. Um, <laughs> but Manchester is a dump, and it's, like, super rough and scary. And that's where Tyson Fury's from. And he's raised by gypsies. He calls himself the Gypsy King. And... Dude, he's a fucking completely mentally unhinged. He came out. <laughs> dude, he came out to this song. <laughs> what was the fucking song Tyson Fury came out to? He came out to he came out on a throne like a king because he calls himself the Gypsy King. And the song he came out to, it was so much. Everything he does is scarier than being just like a normal badass. Like a normal badass is a big, scary, shredded up, like jacked guy. Who like comes out to like some fifty cent song or like Biggie's Who Shot You 
you know, Biggie's like, who shot you? Like, who shot you? Separate the weak from the obsolete. It's hard. And he's like, oh, this dude's a gangster. He's scary. He's shredded. He's going to kick my ass. That's one level of scary. Then there's another one where Tyson Fury comes out. What, what the fucking, what was his walkout song? Crazy by Platzi Klein. That's what it is. Okay, okay, okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Dude, okay. This is the song you can go out to. And he's singing along to this. Guy's six foot nine. Ready? He's coming up to this. And he's, and he's singing along like this. He's mouthing the words and he looks he looks like he's going to cry. He's like shaking. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen. It was the most intimidated I've been of another human being in my entire life. It was so scary. It's so much scarier to do that. It's like, you know that was mind games he was playing. Imagine, imagine you're about to fight a guy and he's already six foot nine. He's already six foot nine and you're about to fight him. And he's 273 pounds. He's raised by gypsies. You know, he called his name. His name is scary. Tyson Fury was terrifying. Could there be a scarier name? He's got Mike Tyson's last name is his first name and his last name is Fury. And he comes out And he's going like this. And he's on a throne. He's got like pallbearers holding the throne. And he's dressed like a king. And they're holding him above their head. Like Billie Jean King when she came out for a tennis match. It's terrifying, dude. It is so terrifying. Ugh. God. Can you imagine you're hearing that song and you're just going, this guy's a psycho. He's going to kill me with his bare hands. Anybody who comes out with this as their walkout song is mentally unhinged. And there's no way I'm going to beat them, dude. There's no way. I don't have it in me. I'm coming out to fucking some cool Jay-Z song. I'm going to get my ass kicked, dude. This guy's playing a creepy lady singing from the 60s. I'm crazy for feeling so blue. And you're on the other side of the ring like, I'm crazy for fighting this guy. Because this guy's too crazy. This guy should be institutionalized. That's the thing about like boxing and UFC. A lot of these guys, like, I used to cover UFC, like, MMA fights and stuff like that for this brand called Middle Easy. And I would, like, go to the UFC fights, literally, like, sit front row. I had the press pass. I'd be backstage in the media room. And I would, like, sit front row at, like, Madison Square Garden, Staples Center. And then I would go to the media room and, like, interview each winning fighter after they won the fights. Fucking amazing experience. Like, one of the coolest things I've ever done in my entire life. But what you start realizing when you're interviewing the fighters is that, like, because you and I, it's weird, but in my head, I thought, like, oh, they're, like, martial arts guys, and they're, like, very strategic, and it is such a strategic sport, like, boxing or MMA, that they're going to be, like, mild-mannered, like, measured guys, and, like, any aggression they have, like, they get it out in the ring, and other than that, they're kind of, like, quiet, peaceful, like, guys that are just, like, trained athletes that focus so much time on that. Then you meet the guys, and you realize, like, they are who you thought they were when you were nine years old. Like, when you looked at guys fighting, you were like, those guys are crazy. They must have a fucking screw loose, man. They're nuts. That's who they are. They are that person. They are nuts. They're, they're, you talk to them, their eyes are going all over. They're kind of like every question they ask. You're like, you ask them a question. They're like, yeah, man, I, I, I mean, I don't know fucking what else you thought it was. You know, you'd be like, 
yeah, he hit you with a couple good jabs in the second round. Like, how do you feel about that? You go, those weren't good jabs. I didn't even fucking feel those. So I don't know what you're talking about. And you're like, okay, next question. You know, these guys are nuts, dude. Tyson Fury licked blood off of Deontay Wilder in their fight. Deontay Wilder is bleeding. And apparently before the fight, Tyson Fury said, I want to taste blood. And he literally tasted the blood. I mean, that guy needs to be in solitary confinement. He should not be allowed in public. And he definitely shouldn't be prize fighting. Oh, there's parts of modern day society that are still reminiscent of like gladiator time gladiator times like we have our two biggest strongest men fight each other and they're licking blood off each other and coming out to these crazy songs and calling themselves the kings and the emperors and all this shit like there are some times that are still reminiscent of gladiator times we're not fully civilized no matter how much we try to convince ourselves we are we still want to kill each other you know we do strongman competitions Do you know how juvenile that is? Like, that we still, we have these big, fat fucking guys with giant arms and bellies from Lithuania named, like, Like, that's what all their names are. Have you ever watched the, (laughs) I used to watch the Strongman competitions, and you could watch them on, like, Spike TV or, like, ESPN2, and it would, like, every name would be, like, And and then there will be one guy to be like, and the United States representative, Brian Shaw. <laughs> it's just one huge offensive lineman from fucking Columbus, Ohio, that's going to go against these guys. And all of them, like, every one of them, their name would sound like a sneeze. It'd be like, And then it'd be like, and Brian Shaw. And that guy would always get his fucking ass kicked. In the big stone toss, they'd have to pick up stones. Like, we're still cavemen, man. We really are. We're having big, fat guys have competitions where they tie belts around themselves and then tie a chain from themselves to a fucking coach bus. And they race to see who can bring the school bus the furthest in, like, a minute. Just let me carry the school bus with my big, strong, fucking Lithuanian legs. And then we have to pick up the giant, just... just we have them pick up... We have, we have them pick up stones, dude. Like, giant stone boulders. And then see who could carry the heaviest one. Who could put the them highest up. Like, that is some fucking caveman shit, dude. No matter how much we want to be like, oh, yeah, Elon Musk, like, he invented this car that's going to take us to the moon and back, and it's fucking electric, and it also does your taxes or whatever. It's like, yeah, well, dude, we also have Lithuanian guys fucking throwing logs to see who can throw them the farthest. We're not that civilized, dude. We're still fucking cavemen. No matter how much we want to pretend like we're, you know, we're these big fancy fucking... Uh, you know, higher intelligence beings. We're not better than the people in the 1700s. We're not. We have a co- couple cool things. We have fucking this. And you know what I'm using this for? Googling Patsy Klein song so I can talk about the guy who licked blood off Deontay Wilder. <laughs> like, we're not that, you know, we're not that civilized, dude. We're just not. We're, we like to watch big, powerful guys fucking fight to the death and and... <laughs> Like, you know, you see who's just, like, the biggest, bestest man. (laughs) So fucking ridiculous, dude. So ridiculous. 
it was so crazy covering UFC because you that's where you realize like I interviewed this guy Jimmy Rivera. He's a bantamweight, which is like 135 pounds. The guy's five foot three, dude. He's the size of my Sicilian mom, and he could end my life with one hand. Like if you saw this guy in public, you'd be like, "Oh, look at the little fella." This guy could beat us all to death. That's what you realize about like that's what I realized doing UFC coverage, MMA coverage, is that there are guys who are normal sized dudes or smaller than normal that whose hands are deadly. You can't fuck around anymore. That's why if you get in bar fights, you're insane. You're completely insane, dude, if you're getting in bar fights at this age. There's too much science like there's too much science science. Like there are too many types of martial arts that anybody can learn on fucking YouTube or at their local gym. Like if especially if you live in a city like New York or Boston, I've lived in both. Dude, there's jujitsu gyms, there's MMA gyms, there's boxing gyms, there's wrestling gyms, there's Muay Thai gyms. You could learn like 20 different types of martial arts if you really want to. And anybody who looks like a normal guy can be shredded under there or even not shredded. The Diaz brothers look like they're fucking cashiers at Walgreens. And they could beat the living shit out of you, dude. So dude, there's no – if you're getting in bar fights now, you're insane. Because like we all know obviously – you don't swing on some, like, giant jack dude that's in the corner, like, whoa, like, all hyped up. But also the little quiet guy who's, you know, fucking playing solitaire at the third table in. If you, like, try to, you know, go chest to chest with him, he might, you know, he might be a jujitsu black belt. He'll tie you up like a pretzel. And then what do you like? You spend all that time in the gym, all that time doing your fucking pull-ups and your push-ups, and you got a little pump on because you've been taking creatine, and then what happens? Some five foot four skinny motherfucker who knows karate is going to fuck your ass up, dude, and then you're never coming back to that TGI Fridays. You're done, dude. Some little motherfucker that looks like a character from Silicon Valley. You didn't know that he knew jujitsu, and he's going to tie you up like a pretzel and send you home like a bitch. And then he's going to finish fucking reading his book about economics. It's scary, dude. It's scary out there. It's a scary time when normal-looking guys could fuck you up. Because it used to be only jacked dudes. Like, jacked, you know, a boxer would be like, oh, Muhammad Ali, these huge guys. And you knew who they were. There weren't that many. These, like, this, nobody had, like, back in the day, only a select few people had, like, high-level combat sports abilities. That was a special thing. You were like a weird case and you had a storyline and like everybody in the neighborhood knew like, oh, that kid's the boxer. Now there's motherfuckers, you know. I mean, there's accountants that could kick your ass, dude. It's insane. My buddy Tim's training MMA every day. Jeez, I saw his kicks on Instagram, dude. He's like fucking kicking his back. I, like, if he kicked me with that, I, I might die. He's my like friend for years and he's been doing MMA every day. He, if he kicked me, I might die. Because that's how hard he's been training. He works as a production assistant. He fucking holds cameras and gets popcorn bags for actors when they want popcorn. They go, hey, man, can you give me popcorn? He gets some popcorn. Those actors don't know that if they fucking fucked with the popcorn guy, he could murder them with his bare hands. What time are we in? My buddy Diego's a jiu-jitsu black belt. He's an MMA trainer. He's like 140 pounds. He's a skinny, good-looking guy with tattoos. He signed a modeling contract. He looks like he owns, he looks like a hot guy that owns a vape shop and he could murder you with his feet, dude. With his feet. 
Now you guys saw him barefoot. But he can murder you with his feet. That's a scary time when a regular guy can fuck you up. I, I, you know, back in the day, it was a lot safer. Because if a guy could fuck you up, it's because he looked like a bouncer. You know? He was built like Terry Crews. Now a guy can be built like fucking Dave Franco. And he could whoop your ass, dude. That's a scary time, man. That's a scary time when George from Seinfeld could fuck you up. You know? You got to be safe out there. Don't be talking shit at bars. That's why whenever a guy bumps into me at a bar, I go, I'm, I'm sorry, sir. It was my fault. I pussy the fuck out, dude. It is not worth it, especially not to be embarrassed like that. It's one thing if a giant jack dude kicks my ass. But man, oh, man, if I'm going to get my fucking ass kicked by some Jonah Hill looking motherfucker, that's a different story of embarrassment. I don't need that, dude. I don't need that. This is so terrifying. And they, there's the ears. That's the key. You got to look at the ears. If they have the ears, you know they're a badass. But some of the guys don't have the ears. They wear the ear muffs so then they don't get the cauliflower ears. And then you're fucked because they're a normal-looking guy with normal ears, and they're skinny, and they're wearing some shitty T-shirt. And you're like, look at this fucking dweeb. I'm going to go chest-to-chest with them because I've had a bunch of Bud Lights and a couple bumps of Coke, and I'm feeling myself, and there's a girl in the corner I'm trying to impress. And you know what that little fucking nerd does? He slams you through a table, and he puts you in a Kimura lock, and then your sorry ass is going back home in a fucking ambulance instead of an Uber. It's bad, dude. It's a scary time, man. It is a scary time where a motherfucker who folds socks at H&M could murder me with his fists. I don't like that, dude. <laughs> Can't fuck with people in bars anymore, man Bar fights are over That shit's done You're an idiot if you're bar fighting Can't do it, dude Oh my god It's just like crazy, dude Anybody could learn anything That's the weird thing is like, cause any, I mean, I'm doing this from my house My apartment An extra room in my fucking Two-bedroom apartment Technically three if you count this little room But that's You could learn Dude, there's I mean there's got to be people who are, like, really into science who have just taught themselves how to be scientists on YouTube. That's why, like, I don't like if people ask me for directions on how to do anything anymore when they're like, hey, man, do you, like, do you know how to, like, do, how do you, people ask me for, like, editing advice with this. How do you, uh, how'd you learn how to edit your videos so good? It's like I watch YouTube tutorials, dude. YouTube it. There's some nerd in fucking Tallahassee, Florida that'll tell you how to do it, you know? There's some nerd in Seattle. They'll tell you, dude, I mean, YouTube tutorials. You could YouTube how to be a badass fighter if you wanted. So if you're asking how to do anything in 2020, you're an asshole because you want me to you want me to teach you and you not to have to pay me or uh, go watch YouTube, dude. I watch YouTube tutorials. Anything I want to learn how to do. If I want to learn how to yo-yo, I YouTube tutorials. Hey, man, that's what I search on YouTube. I search, hey, man, can you teach me how to yo-yo? And then some guy goes, hey, man, I can teach you how to yo-yo. And I'm like, thank you, Ernest. And it's fucking Ernest from, you know, Roswell, Georgia. And I subscribe to his YouTube channel. I'm one of his 57 subscribers. But now because of Ernest's videos, I'm a badass YouTuber. So if you're my friend and you, you want to know how to yo-yo, yo-yo, and fucking because I yo-yo, I'm saying yo-yo, yo-yo, yo-yo. 
Yo-yo. I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> but if you're my friend, dude, and you want to know how to yo-yo because I know how to yo-yo, don't fucking ask me. That's not what friends are for. I'm not your teacher. You go on YouTube, you fucking become Ernest's 58 subscriber, and that motherfucker will teach you how to yo-yo. And is he going to cut some weird anime music in the background of his yo-yo videos? You're goddamn right. And you're going to have to listen to that because it's going to come at the same time that Ernest is giving his instructions on how to do the triple fucking flip up and pull it back into your hand trick. So don't ask me how to fucking teach you how to yo-yo, dude. You shouldn't be asking anybody for help with anything anymore. There's YouTube. YouTube can teach you everything. It's crazy. YouTube and Quora. Q-U-O-R-A. You ever use that? Quora? If you search any question, someone's asked it on Quora. So that's, there's no reason to be asking anybody for anything. Unless you're in a store and you're trying to find something in that exact store, then you can ask. But, dude, if you want help with some shit, YouTube it, bro. YouTube it, man. And you better YouTube a lot of fucking fighting videos if you're trying to bar fight. Because it is not the time to be bar fighting with these scary-ass, skinny, fucking bare fist murderers. These guys are badasses and they're freaking me out, man. Ugh. The bar fight dudes, too, like, also, like, almost nobody really wants to fight. How about, how many dudes have you seen go chest chest with each other? Bro, are you serious, bro? Are you really going to fucking do this right now, bro? You're going to insult me in front of my girl and all my fucking friends, bro? I'm serious, dude. No, don't fucking touch me. Nobody touches me. Or they'll get, like, you ever see this one? Like, <laughs> they'll get, like, it's, like, almost homoerotic. Like, they'll get so close. You're like, you serious, bro? Don't you that? Like, so close without touching. Never fighting. Never. They don't want to fight, dude. Nobody wants to fight. Nobody went out with their friends to drink fucking Long Island iced teas. Wants to, <laughs> wants to fight with, <laughs> with the person at the bar. Nobody wants to get punched in the face when you could be playing darts. Those guys are full of shit. They're posturing for some chick that's in the room. That's why they're going chest to chest. Yeah, they're just showing everybody, I'm enough of a man to rub my nipples against another man's nipples, and that's it. And they think it's going to get them laid. Maybe it does. Maybe there's girls who are just like, I just want to go to a bar and watch a guy rub his chest against another guy's chest and yell in the man's ear, and that's all it does it for me. And now I'm soaked and ready to bang this dude. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> I can't believe I said Long Island iced teas. That's the thing my friends and I did. If you, uh, dude, I don't know if you guys do this, but my friends and I will do this thing where we'll get into something ironically, and then we just start doing it seriously. And then it just becomes something we do without even being funny about it. Like, we used to watch this show that The Rock is on called Ballers on HBO, and it's where The Rock plays a sports agent. And it's, like, the silliest show ever. Like, The Rock wears, like, bright, shining silver suits. And he always has a Bluetooth in, even though it's fucking 2020. Like, they're not even AirPods. He's wearing, like, an old-school Bluetooth headset. And he's, like, making deals, wheeling and dealing. He has sunglasses on no matter the weather, no matter the setting of the show. He's always, like, hopping out of a Porsche and going, Yeah, man, I don't know if I might lose this deal, you know? And he's, like, talking to the players. And he's, like, you got to find the heart in yourself to see if you still got it in you to play this game. This is the game your father raised you on. This is the game we all love. And he talks like that. And it's just like the silliest show of all time. But my friends and I used to watch it ironically. Like, this is so funny to watch The Rock play this fucking sports agent in a shiny suit with a Bluetooth. And then we just started watching it all the time. And we'd, like, call each other up like, yo, are you coming over for ballers? And then, like, one day I didn't come over. My buddy was like, 
dude, you're not going to come watch Ballers? Like, it's fucking Sunday. On Sunday, we watch Ballers with The Rock. <laughs> it's just like, it became a regular thing we do. We were like diehard fans of Ballers. But one of the worst ones was we, to be funny, started drinking Long Island iced teas just to be like ironic. We were just like, oh, we'll just like, we would go to a bar. And it was like really funny to like look at the bartender and go, like, hey, could we get uh, six Long Island iced teas? And the bartender would be like, Jesus Christ, dude. Because the Long Island iced teas, like, if you don't know, it's it's just a, a blackout in a cup. Like, it's like six different, like, I mean, only a place as gruesome as Long Island could come up with something like this. I mean, it was either going to be called the Long Island iced tea or the fucking Flint, Michigan iced tea. That's it. It's like six different liquors. It's yellow and sweet and sugary, and you drink two of them, and you're like blackout drunk. So we used to drink that. We we ordered them like a couple times as a joke because it's like really it was really funny. We'd all be like laughing when we asked the bartender, and then we started just drinking them more and more. And then we'd like go to the bar and like dead serious, like ask the bartender, "Hey, can you make us eight Long Islands?" And the bartender would be like kind of waiting for us to be like smiling, like joking, be like, "All right, I'll make them." We'd just be like looking like dead serious, like. No, eight Long Island iced teas. Now, please. Excuse me, we need our iced teas, so get cracking on those Long Islands because that's what we're drinking. And then we would end up getting so drunk because there's so much booze that nobody should drink one of them. And we'd be drinking like four, five, six of these a night and just hammered. And I was just, I remember blacking out one night and I woke up the next day and I had such a hangover because they're so sugary. And I was like, why am I drinking these things? And I was like, I'm drinking them because it was a joke. And then I started drinking them alone in New York. Do you know how psychotic you look walking into a New York City bar alone and looking at the bartender and going, hey, can I get a Long Island iced tea? You sound like a pedophile. Who else wants that sugary of a drink when they're sitting alone if you're a grown man? Other than a guy who diddles kids. That's it, dude. You look like a fucking psychopath. It's one of those things where you do something ironically, it just becomes something you do all the time, you know? I feel like that's like a thing with hipsters, like like I you know when I go to Brooklyn, I'll see hipster people wearing shit, and I'm like, you you started being silly with this, and then it just became something that you think is cool now, you know, like all these people like all these people like guys and girls rocking these like shaved green dyed buzz cuts, and you'll see them with it. And you're like, aha, uh-huh, they're like being ironic and it's kind of annoying. But then now, then after a while, like you'll be walking around some of these hipster neighborhoods and people will be like looking at you like, yeah, dude, this is my green dyed buzz cut. So I don't know why you're acting weird. Don't put it on me. Don't judge me for my choice in life to wear a green dyed buzz cut because this is who I am. Part of my identity is that I have a green dyed buzz cut. And you're just like, yeah, man, but you also look like a fucking highlighter, dude. You look like a crayon, and you have to acknowledge that you look like a crayon. If I wanted to look like a crayon, I would at least go, yeah, dude, I fucking look like a crayon, but this is me, bro. I'm the crayon guy. You can't walk around and go, excuse me, do you have a problem with my crayon lifestyle? Yeah. So, I have a green dyed buzz cut because I'm a crayon, and you're weird for not understanding that it's cool to be a crayon? That's what they do. They put it on you. To look at you and you're just like, hey, man, it's fucking, you know, the middle of winter and we're at the movies. Why are you wearing a sombrero? 
it's not Halloween. And they'll look at you like, um, actually, sombreros are cool now. And if you don't know that sombreros are cool and you don't wear sombreros, then you're kind of a fucking loser. You're just like, dude, I mean, what what are you doing? How do you? This is how lost people get. That they think like they're sombrero. Like that's what they want. They want you to think that you're the weird one because you don't accept their sombrero usage. Don't wear a sombrero unless it's fucking Halloween or you work at a Mexican restaurant or you're in a mariachi band, dude. Don't wear a sombrero and then fucking look at me like I'm responsible for your sombrero. Like I, don't put any of that work on me. I don't have to do any acceptance. Of your fucking green dyed buzz cut highlighter head or your sombrero. That's not my shit, dude. That ain't me, dog. <laughs> I just keep doing that. That ain't me, dog. For real. But no, that's like a thing. That's also like those kids, those hipster kids, they always shit on their hometown. Like, I'll make jokes about Buffalo and be like, oh, it's a fucking dump or whatever. But I love Buffalo and I love everybody from there. Um, the, the, <laughs> The green dyed buzz cut sombrero wearing people to be like, yeah, dude, everyone in my hometown's a loser, you know? Like, man, my people in my hometown, man, they just don't get it. Like, they got no fucking goals, dude, you know? Like, people in my hometown, man, like, they just don't have, like, the vision I have. Like, they don't see the world for what it really is. And it's like, hey, buddy, you, you're, you're holding a kazoo and you work at a coffee shop. You're not doing better than anybody from Grand Rapids, Michigan. You're not. Just because you live in fucking New York City doesn't make you better than them, dude. You got it. You're, you know, you're holding it. You got an accordion around your neck. You got a pet lizard, dude. You're like a weird kid from second grade. You're not better than anybody from your hometown, you know, wherever you're from. Fucking Knoxville, Tennessee. Why? Because they got a southern accent and you learned to lose yours? Well, now you got no southern accent and you got a fucking kazoo and a sombrero and your hair is green. You look like a homeless guy, bro. You're not doing better than anybody. And, you know? And you're you're fucking <laughs> working some minimum wage job, man. You you know? You're not better than anybody. Why? Because you came here and pursued acting or singing or comedy? I don't think I'm better than anybody. My friends don't give a fuck about what I do. That's why I love them. That's why I keep talking to them. Like, they they think I'm funny and they support that I do stand-up. And they're like, you know, they're like, oh, that's cool. They'll, like, ask a question or two every now and then. But, like, now that I've been doing it for years, they don't give a shit. My friends were busting my balls here. I posted a picture of it on Instagram. One of my buddies texted me in a group chat. He goes, hey, tell us a joke, funny man. And I was like, no, man, I fucking don't owe you guys any jokes. And my other buddy goes, yes, you do, LMAO. They're just like, I was like, I don't have to prove anything to you. They're like, yeah, you do. Like, oh, you do stand-up? That's cool. Well, uh, while you're done, you know, after you're done telling me about your cool stand-up life or whatever, because I don't give a fuck, how about you go get me a Long Island? (laughs) So my friends are like, go get me a Long Island iced tea. I don't give a fuck about your stand-up career. That's what I want that to be like, dude. I don't want to be friends with anybody that thinks fucking you're cool just because you're pursuing an art. You're cool if you're, like, massively successful at an art form. But if you're just pursuing it, dude, I don't give a fuck that you're trying to be a fucking gospel singer if you work at a f- Whole Foods, you know? Dude, you're a cashier at CVS or you're fucking 
taking tickets to the movie theater and you're wearing a sombrero and you're fucking using a... <laughs> you know? You're fucking driving around on a foot-long skateboard and you're like, yeah, man, people in my hometown don't get it. It's like, hey, buddy, you're skateboarding around on something that looks like it's made for a child. You're not better than anybody in, in upstate New York, man. You're not, dude. They're driving cars. You can't afford a car. You have no health insurance. You're skateboarding around as a grown man. Get your life together, dude. You're not better than your hometown people. They have families. You got roommates. Roommates that didn't come out of your dick. You know? After a certain point, if you have roommates that didn't come out of your dick and you're judging people from your hometown for their lifestyle choices, it's a problem, dude. You know? If you got roommates and you're in your 40s, if they're not kids that came out of your penis, not that cool. You know? And I got roommates. And I'm 25. I'm, I'm aspiring to not have roommates. I don't fucking... Want to be 40 years old with roommates wearing a sombrero judging people back in Buffalo? You think my friends in Buffalo are going to think that's cool? My parents are going to be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Take off that sombrero and have a kid, you weenie. (laughs) Oh, man. Guys, uh, this has been a fun one, though, dude. This has been a good uh, good episode. If uh, if you enjoyed listening, if you're still listening now, throw a – take a screenshot of this podcast and just put it on your Instagram story and tag me. I'll repost it, man. If you're a fan of the pod, just screenshot the the wherever whatever you're at in the episode or this point, throw it on your Instagram. I'll repost the story on my story. You know, I'll give you a little shout out. Leave a rating or review, five stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that jazz. I love it, man. I love uh, all the support you guys are giving me for you know the podcast and the stand up clips have just been like you guys are just the fucking best. It's cool as fuck to have fans. It feels great, man. I legitimately love you guys. I don't mean to get weird, but it's just really nice, dude, that you guys like my work so much, and it makes me want to just keep doing better stuff for you. So thanks, man. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, why, you know, clips up there. Instagram. Um, I'm traveling around a little bit. I'm going to be in Miami this year uh this like spring and summer i'm gonna be touring through miami uh, i think denver uh portland maine boston and then of course uh caroline's on broadway in new york city at the end of june june 30th if you want to come to that i'm gonna be posting way more about that so you're gonna be seeing that and uh yeah man i'm gonna probably start some ways for you to guys to get some bonus content and maybe me to make a little money or whatever man we're gonna talk about that i've been talking about it with some of the fans so i uh, i'm really excited to see where everything's gonna go man thank you for listening to luke tuma podcast thank you for watching if you're on youtube i hope i don't look like too much of a glazed donut this episode i love you guys peace